0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. The Cutting Out Early Podcast is coming to you on February 9th, 2021. Episode number 28 rolling right along here, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Max Major, Zach Montgomery, Alex Nooth taking you to another fun-filled post-Super Bowl week. And uh, I guess we... Oh, we're uh, not a sports podcast. We're not, but... <laughs> It's <laughs> a good point. We can edit that out. Hey, we'll have to see. Uh... Hey, we're not talking about the Super Bowl at all. <laughs> I think we have a little bit of a confirmation from the game, from the big game, about uh, who really is the best football player ever. I mean, I mean, is there is there much of a debate now, or is this something where people are still maybe having their differences of opinion? They don't want to admit that it's Brady. I I, I mean. Can you debate this? Is that is that number one with a bullet? He's he's number one.
3: Well, well let's oh, look at this okay, one way. Okay. Matthew Stafford is turning 33 years old. If he plays until, I mean, how old's Brady? 42. So if he plays the next <laughs> nine years, he'll have nine Super Bowls.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're hoping for?
3: Well, is, no, that's what's going to happen.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And that'll be number one. I just... You know, I don't
3: have a hot take on this show yet, so I'd like to put in a hot take right now. Uh-uh. And I think Dacher will win the next nine straight. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. Oh, boy. Well, good luck to him. I hope so. Well, until we get those draft picks out of the way for the Lions. Then he can start winning. And he can play till he's 50. We'll see. But, yeah, I mean, I, let, let's start with the Super Bowl. It was the big story. It was the... Well, the story that I did not predict. I uh, I guess I can kind of bite myself in the ass with that one. I think we all kind of did. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. didn't we all predict that Kansas City would win? Pretty handily. Well, at least I did.
4: Alex actually, like on the on the sheet, he predicted that uh, Tampa Bay would win. But um, that was because, or but in person, you were Kansas City.
3: Yeah. Right. No, that was that oh, was, she... was purely just for our yeah. our little ranking scheme. I oh, really yeah. thought Kansas City was going to win. I was very surprised. I didn't realize. How much their offensive line problems would play into the game?
0: Play. It's huge, oh yeah. God, that was I, I, I'd never seen them play like that all year. I mean, it was the worst performance in Kansas City's offensive line all year. Yeah. I mean, there's no question about it. What happened? I mean, I mean, they just completely broke down out of nowhere. It was a complete dumpster
4: fire.
3: Well, they had two starting linemen out.
4: Yeah. And then while well, and then they had other defensive li- or sorry, offensive linemen switching spots and it, they weren't even playing their natural positions, so it was pretty yeah. Uh, I, I I was surprised too. Um but I agree. I think that Tom Brady is like by far and away the GOAT, you know. Yeah. They're gonna rename the Lombardi trophy the, the Brady trophy <laughs> in <laughs> oh, ten <God>. years. <laughs> Alex's dismay. It's always in his house.
3: Yeah, I might give up watching football if that
4: happens. (laughs) (laughs) It's always in his house, for God's sake. You know what's hilarious? You know, Michigan really, like U of M, really prides himself. Oh, yeah, Brady went to U of M, but he actually got benched his senior year for the next guy, (laughs) you know? Another, uh, another shot at U of M, right there. No, I'm just saying, like it. it it's just like you always see these people like, oh yeah, Brady he went to U of M, big guy. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you guys kind of treated him like shit while he was here. So <laughs> nobody knew. Nobody no, knew that's was true. Nobody knew. It was, uh, uh, it was a surprise. It really was. I want to buy his book. I'm thinking about it. I'm like honestly thinking about it now. His, well, he wrote a book. Yeah, that like the TB12 method or whatever it's called. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. You're actually.
3: gonna give up strawberries? <laughs>
4: I'm not
0: the only one that doesn't know about He cashed in on a book. When was this? It was probably a while He it wrote it like, it was like two years ago. No,
3: really? he didn't cash in on a book. This isn't like a memoir or something. It's like a lifestyle, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a self-help book.
4: Yeah. Well,
0: I'm sure it's he cashed like in on it. Of course he cashed in on it. I mean, his face is on the cover. Yeah,
4: I, I, I would I would prefer one with his face not all over the cover. <laughs> Yeah, look at this. Do you want this on your bookshelf? Look, it's just his face. Yeah, no, there's got to be one without just his face. The TB12
0: method. How to achieve a lifetime of sustained peak
4: performance.
0: <laughs> uh, the hardcover is on Amazon at $26.99. I. He, but they're not in stock till March 12th. It's on back order. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> wants <to> get it. <laughs> it's good for business.
4: <laughs> That's I guess. It's
3: only on Kindle. <laughs>
4: That's... That's got you have to get it digitally you can't get the hard copy. Look at these reviews. 1 star <laughs> Worthless book unless you're a multi-millionaire. (laughs) Tom Brady
0: stays fit just like I would like to be. The difference between us is that he has a personal fitness guru who basically is at his beck and call every minute of every day. Before doing anything, he gets a deep tissue massage for a couple hours from his trainer. After physical activity, he gets a deep tissue massage from his trainer. (laughs) Of course he doesn't call it a deep tissue massage, but that's basically what it is. He also has a personal chef that prepares every meal for him. I think it takes a lot of nerve to sell a book that advertises a way to fit like Tom Brady, to stay (laughs) fit like Tom Brady, when there's no way to do what he does without being a multimillionaire with plenty of spare time in your hands. He should be ashamed. This book is a waste of time and money. One star. Jonathan Green, August twenty fourth, 2019.
4: Oh, that was a while. That was before this last game. You hear about
3: all these athletes who spend upwards you know hundreds of thousands of dollars if not seven figures just on their bodies alone I can't remember who the athlete was that made headlines by saying that maybe it was LeBron but I mean yeah you can't expect to be Tom Brady peak performance at 46 years old without really making a financial investment
4: (laughs) no I know I know I understand would you if LeBron made like a similar book would you buy LeBron's or would you buy Brady's you got to buy LeBron's. He's that man is huge. Probably, well, he's put put mean, on that's so genetics. Much, he's put on so much mass. No, he's gotten I think he's gotten bigger like since he started. Like it's unreal how he's able to do that. There he was looks that, better than he did when he was like younger. Yeah, it is impressive. There was that,
0: I was watching inside edition yesterday and they were talking about Brady's like wild diet and and like what he does to, to have the fountain of youth. And I mean, just like like what he eats and the, the smoothies he has, and like his like really small. His meals get are like big in the morning and really small later in the evening. He drinks like forty cups of water every day, which is which is like I don't know how many gallons. It is. It's a lot, just a shit ton of water. And I mean, that's I guess the trick. Um, and exercise like five times a week, of course, with bands. He uses bands all the time. That's what he does is with with bands. Mm. Okay. Well, you gotta read TB12, and you'll 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 find out. Even from bad books in the subject, I tend to learn a thing or two. No such luck here. <laughs> they are smart how they wrote it, though, <laughs> mixing actual science wish with wishful thinking, and basically calling type of mass- <laughs> type of massage pliability training. Like so many others, giving fancy names to what essentially massage is. Geez, another review hung up on the massage. <laughs> How much does he spend? Like whole chapters on this? Jeez. Just deploy the sell products to make matters worse. There is no programming of any kind, even if someone would actually buy into it. Other than vague guidelines, there is no actual programming in the book. Three hundred pages should have been ten pages tops. One star. <laughs> Vladimir Cruz, August October 25th, thousand eighteen. Maybe,
4: maybe I just get like his smoothie recipes. Then these reviews are kind of <laughs> turning me off. Although oh, the, the overall reviews aren't bad though. Uh, four point four stars out of five. I just like to pick on the uh,
0: on the bad ones. <laughs> Most of them are good. Here's should,
3: one. Li- Here's one life changing, and I am seventy six years old. Oh jeez. Well, got to it a little too late.
4: <laughs> no, he's peeking now, Alex. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. <laughs> seventy six I mean, the we, new 25. I don't
3: know how this works at seventy six years old. Tom Brady's only forty two. I'd like to see him sustain this until
0: he's seventy six. I wouldn't put it past him. He might. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, my God, look at this. I have a kid who plays sports who you want to eat a healthier diet. Buy this book! My 8-year-old <laughs> son is loving this book and has opened up lots of discussions about health, healthy eating, and hard work. Be annoyed by Tom Brady's perfection all you want. But in a world that's becoming more and more difficult to find good influences for your children, this book lays a decent foundation. Five stars. My son loves it. Ellie, February 2nd, 2018.
3: Jesus. Oh, so it's a children's book.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's got pictures. I, I, I hope so. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, that should be prominently displayed on your bookshelf.
4: <laughs> no, that's too much. I can't handle that.
0: Zach, you want it.
4: No, I, I would buy the uh, what? the audiobook. I'll get the audio book.
0: You get the audio book? Yeah. There he is with his bands, a picture of him trying to do push-ups with bands, and there he goes. Oh, have you? have you, seen a picture the, of his meal. You've seen the picture. He's so perfect. He's
4: so amazing. Oh you've seen God. the pictures of him like lined up through the years, like since yeah. his freshman year at oh, U of yeah, M, yeah, yeah. like all the way through to the end. <laughs> and he looks younger when he is forty five compared to when he got I out know. of college. Oh. It's like unreal. I,
0: I don't get it. it it's, <laughs> it's really unbelievable. But but there he is. Um, He's <laughs> so damn good. And you know, to think about with Gronk. First of all, first of all, Gronk didn't have that that big of a year. I mean, in the regular season. I mean he wasn't putting up any crazy numbers or anything, but here he is in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. He what'd he get? Two touchdowns? Uh and and then I mean, to come out of retirement, like I'm gonna go to Tampa Bay with my old buddy Tom and win another Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, what
4: a life he lives. I I mean, did, yeah. Really? <laughs> I mean, that's just incredible his life to do that. I mean what? Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty vintage Gronk too. Like he looked like he looked like he had it still, so yeah, that was pretty crazy.
0: Um what was uh, what else was good about the game? Um, Sue gets the win, right? He 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 won. Oh. Um, <laughs> did you know that he was best friends with Warren Buffett? No, I, I oh, they're saw, both
3: from Nebraska.
0: <laughs> I saw that um yesterday. I had no idea, but apparently they're buddies. I, I think that seems a little bit of a weird relationship. I, I don't know. <laughs> What's the age difference there? Too much. Maybe like a hundred years. I
4: <laughs> Warren Buffett's probably the guy who like takes him around. They're probably they, using each other. Yeah, they do like, you know, crazy like yeah, rich people stuff together. <laughs> sue
0: gets good investment advice and, and Warren maybe get gets I don't know, Sue's blood to stay young or something. <laughs> he, sue he, Sue is Warren's blood boy. He just gets his blood and that's his trick to stay young, and Warren Buffett'll probably never die now. <laughs> Which is, I mean the weirdest relationship, but there we go. They arm wrestled each other back in uh, 2015 oh, on I TV. Wonder who won. <laughs> did you did you even hear about this? I don't remember this at all. He, was he? In, he must have been on the Lions by then. I have no idea. Yeah, I wonder who won. It looks like uh, Sue is really trying there, <laughs> putting an old man through the floor if he wanted to. You'd probably pick him up with one arm and <laughs> throw him across the room. Um, what about um Tony Romo's um his piss stain on his pants? <laughs>
4: <laughs> talking about. I too. didn't notice this during the game. Did you guys see it? During you the game? I didn't notice it live. No. I saw it afterwards,
0: but I guess that's the the big topic of which I don't know. <laughs> He's covering it up, I'm and I'm just standing there, and it's just running down. The road. <laughs> Actual <laughs> audio of to, of Tony Romo during a commercial break. Uh, Can't do anything about it. But I mean. <laughs>
2: Why People, to- People are
0: such assholes, like, zooming in. Oh, look at his pants! He's <laughs> got a piss stain on his pants! Oh, my God! Wow, embarrassing!
4: <laughs> it could have just been water. It could have been water from the sink. You know, you're washing your hands, and it gets a little... <laughs>
0: no way. do you notice that live? No, no. That's crazy. Oh, I thought you said you did. You were watching Wait, your... you're telling
3: me you weren't staring at Tony Romo's crotch live? <laughs>
0: I thought you said a minute ago that you, you saw it live on the broadcast. You noticed it. No, I asked if you saw it. I didn't see it live. Oh, I didn't either. No, I, I mean, I saw the reaction when everyone freaking yeah. out about it and the zoom-ins. Listen, it
4: happens to everybody. It's okay, Tony.
3: I saw it on Twitter about five minutes after it happened. So somebody must have been watching live.
4: <laughs> happens to everybody, but not everybody during the Super
0: Bowl broadcast. <laughs> the biggest moment of broadcast history.
4: <laughs> in a, a $5,000 suit. You're not a fan of his, are you? After that, that was—he had a piss poor performance. Well, you've I'd been say. Pissed
0: at him all season. I mean, you—I've never seen such a transition. You loved him when he came into the broadcast it's because he's it's gotten just gone way down. It's
4: because he's gotten worse. Don't you think he's gotten worse? He's
0: gotten
3: way worse. I actually do worse. agree with that. I think he has. So many times, he's just like, "That's a great point, Jim." Or, "Would you look at that, Jim?" <laughs> yeah. Or, Back to you, Jim.
4: Like when he when he first started, he was like fresh out of the NFL, so he had a, like a, a great background and all the offenses, and he knew what to look for in the yeah. defense. And now I think the games kind of like evolved a little bit, and he's not as you know up with everything, so he doesn't really know what's going on as much. And uh, now he's just Tony Romo, and he doesn't <laughs> know how to talk to anyone, so <laughs> it's kind of he's very very overpaid. <laughs> I think. That yeah,
3: he probably it, needs to keep up on his studies.
4: Yeah, he, you
0: know, he's regressed a little bit. He's probably just got a little lazier. He Damn. was probably, he was probably putting a ton of time into the prep for, for the broadcast. Like, when he first got into the game, into the broadcasting game, he's, like, you know, putting hours in, like, researching, like, this is what I'm going to <clears> talk <throat> about here, 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 doing all this time. And then, you know, as time goes on, he's just like, oh, I'm good, I can do it. And like, just less and less prep. And, you know, now he's just kind of, you know, weighing it, throwing yeah. it in.
4: Yeah. Well, he got that big CBS project, or sorry, contract for what, what was it, fifteen million or something, and now, and now he, so he's the big, he's the highest paid uh, commentator for NFL really? games. Yeah. Oh my god, he's the highest paid one. And then he was on so many commercials yesterday. Didn't you see how many commercials he was on? He was probably raking in money for that too. Sketchers. Yeah. I was like Sketchers commercial, walking on clouds. I was blown away. I was like, wow, no wonder he doesn't try. He doesn't need to try. <laughs> Look at all the money he's making. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he does try fairly hard, but he needs to step his game up. He's definitely regressed significantly since he started. I mean, when he started he was calling pretty much every play before it happened. Yeah. I'm, and now he'll yeah. maybe do it maybe once or twice a game. He'll mention some X's and O's, but he's not doing it nearly as much.
0: Um, did you guys see uh, Patrick Mahomes' mother tweeting, t- tagging Giselle on Twitter? No, really. Tagging what? Giselle? Yeah, Brady's wife. Oh, no. If you have to have the ref on your team, is that really winning? Oh. At Giselle, LOL. Nice. From Rendy Mahomes. That's her name. Rendy Mahomes. So <laughs> she's, she's going after the refs. And for some for taking tagging Giselle. Okay, I guess. Are they rivals now? Is is that what it is? A a wife rival? I guess. Or it's not even a. It's it's the mother. the The mother of Patrick is tagging Tom's wife. So how does that even make sense? Where's Where's the connection there? I don't know.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of lost on that one. I don't know what Giselle has to do with it, unless Giselle was tweeting at her. Well,
0: it's not. It would have been in the story. Do you think the refs um, were were a big factor in the game at all? Uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of curious to hear. Your I think thought. they were a huge factor well, in the game. Well, saying somebody who wins two squares.
4: How <laughs> do <laughs> <laughs> <they> work? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the fuck? How
1: do they work?
4: For those who don't know, Max's family uh, put together a little squares thing, and uh, Alex and I happened to be involved with it. And I, I put money on two squares, and they both hit. <laughs> So I, I was I up a little it. bit. I was up a little bit this weekend, which was very <laughs> nice. Same old story. <laughs> but um, you,
0: it's, it's, you just—what was it? The first two quarters, right? Yeah, it was yeah. the first two quarters. He hits
4: both of them. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, didn't even know.
4: On. I didn't even know how it worked until the first quarter. <laughs> the first quarter was
0: done. You didn't even know you won. You're no, I wasn't like, paying attention. Like, I forgot. What, what, what is this? I don't know what I'm looking at.
4: I know. I get a, a, a piece tec- of paper. What? I, I get a text from Max, it's like, Congrats, Zach, and I was like, What?
0: <laughs> no, you're like, Where's
4: my money? <laughs> well no,
3: I just my... do I get a Venmo?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> do I get a Venmo? Where's
4: my money? <laughs> it's
0: like two minutes into the second quarter.
4: And then Venmo Venmo me? I don't know what happened. And then I'm watching the second quarter and I'm like, Okay. They the, the Chiefs kick the field goal at the end and there's like a minute <laughs> and a half left. And I'm like, okay, if Tom Brady somehow takes this pole down and scores before half, I win again, and the refs called like two pass interference calls or something ridiculous like that, and put them at the one yard line. And I was like, "And those calls, those calls were really questionable." <laughs> so I, I was a big fan, but um, I'm a little biased, I'd say. But yeah. no, I, I, there were some calls that were ridiculous. I, but I don't think the Chiefs had anything. So it's not really like they influenced the game. The Chiefs didn't score a touchdown.
0: <laughs> it, it wasn't gonna matter anyway. I, I...
4: I didn't think. I thought there was one bad call. I th- I thought the pass interference call in
0: the end zone. Um, I, it was the it was the second half, it, it, third or fourth quarter. But do you do you remember it was the it was the pass interference in the end zone? Um, Tampa Bay was when marching the ball down the ball field. went over his head. Yeah, I thought I thought it was an uncatchable ball and they threw the flag. Yeah, I didn't think that was a good call.
4: I no, thought I thought was... I thought the same thing. With they, ex-
3: the... they explained during the broadcast, uh, Tony Romo did at least why that <laughs> why that wasn't an uncatchable ball or why the ruling wasn't an uncatchable
0: ball. I must not have heard it. It was too much. Yeah, he he on.
3: said something because I I said the same thing as soon as the flag was thrown. I was like, oh come on. Yeah. And then Tony was like, I know you people at home are like probably wondering
4: why, but like that's
3: a legit call or something like that.
4: It. I think they, <laughs> I. Heard, I heard someone say like it's hard to tell when they're uncatchable because you can't like predict how far they would lay out and you can't tell how much speed they would have and. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just. Yeah. It's got to tell. be like
3: way over his head to call it uncatchable. And you know, I heard on the on the radio the next day during the afternoon show that Kansas City was one of the most penalized teams in the NFL through the playoffs, and yeah. Tampa Bay was one of the least penalized teams. So the disparity did make sense.
0: Sure. No, I I understand. I don't think the refs had much one way or the other in terms of, of favoring a team or, or not and like you said it wouldn't matter anyway. Uh, Mahomes shit the bed. Simple as that. And he really did he had a poor game. I understand that that yeah, the old line was trash. That that's that's all well and good and we, we get it but um at at at, at some point Mahomes is going to have to try to make something happen. At least get one touchdown or or something. But but it couldn't happen. It, and the funny thing is, the last time it, it happened where Mahomes never threw a touchdown in a game was against the Lions um, in 2019, I believe.
3: Mm-hmm. Those are two elite defenses.
0: <laughs> so, so there we go. But but that happened there. Um, God, I'm, I'm trying to remember what else um, was, was a good storyline. Um, Tyron Matthew was getting in Brady's face. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Did anything come of that? Or, I mean, it was just a little, little bit of bickering back and forth, a bit of a lover's quarrel.
3: I saw Brady apologize to him via text, so it must have been something Brady said or did to him that got him fired up.
0: I guess. Okay. No.
4: It, it was, I heard it was pretty bad, actually. Like I, well, really? I, it was Tyron Matthews said something like he could not repeat what Brady called him in person. So I don't know if there was like something crazy going on or whatever. It was probably he called him like a you know like a little bitch or something. Sure. And well, <laughs> maybe maybe something a little more. Play the drop, play the drop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but but yeah yeah yeah. He, uh, he said that he was going to beat me up if I kept following him. He called me a bitch. <laughs> Thank you. And then he followed up with that. <laughs> and then as as he was walking away, he went, Let the bitch walk and then a little further away Let
4: the bitch walk Make
0: sure he really heard it. <laughs> and then for some reason Cocaine, alcohol, and bad bitches way cooler than coronavirus. I think mean, everyone can agree with that. That may have been at the post game downtown Tampa. <laughs> We're not sure where the, the spread was happening.
4: Is there going to be another spike now because of that? Did you see all those videos of them going? The same thing happened with Alabama when they won the championship.
0: So it's it's not not a big deal, nothing happened. No. Nothing happened then, nothing's going to happen now. I I would guess so. I don't know. Yeah. No one cares anymore. <laughs> just a headline. I don't know what
3: happened in Bama afterwards? It's just a headline. Not a good look.
0: It's not a good look and it's a it's a it's a headline, but is there gonna be any numbers coming out like I, two weeks from now? Let's let's have some recap. Like, oh um, yeah, the Super Bowl celebration was really bad downtown. We have a hundred percent increase in coronavirus cases down in Tampa. Like, is is we'll have to follow up. <laughs> I'm curious. Two weeks from now, when they finally get the numbers, we'll follow up and see what happens.
3: Well, probably the worst part is that everyone from Tampa is gonna fly back to their home cities.
0: <laughs> God, yeah,
3: <laughs> it's, it's gonna be that first spring break right at the beginning of coronavirus all over again where they traced all the flights from florida beaches back to michigan (laughs) we're
0: like oh no (laughs) jesus um did anyone uh, watch the equalizer after the super bowl no No, i guess not. (laughs) you don't want to see queen latifah as the new cop I'd I would, love to. Un- I want to. want to take bets on how long that show's gonna last. Did you Did you watch any of it? I watched the first 15, 15 minutes. It was, was it, it really bad? Way that was the thing? It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Queen Latifah is a badass cop stealing a gun out of somebody's hand. How? It's the most unrealistic show I could ever imagine. <laughs> with the most unrealistic actress doing it. So I, it's going to be such a flop. It's it, It's kind of interesting to to see the um the the shows after the Super Bowl. It's. It's a, it's a big deal because yeah. forever they've always thought, like, you know, we're going to put this show after the Super Bowl for this reason. They want to make sure that it's prominently displayed and, you know, have it be successful. But it doesn't always happen. And sometimes it's really embarrassing because it just completely <laughs> flops. There's some bad ones. But uh, we'll see how uh, Queen Latifah does in this new show.
4: I can't pull it up right now because I don't uh, – my Wi-Fi is not really working for me. But the, the, the Super Bowl ratings were actually down this year.
0: Oh, um, you know what? I did pull that up. I'm actually kind of curious about that because – from CNN, they're saying it's a disappointment. Average 96.4 million viewers across TV and streaming – Uh, According to CBS, that number was down from last year's Super Bowl, which averaged roughly 102 million viewers across Fox and streaming, which it was on. Um, So let's see. Uh, This year it averaged 91.6 million viewers on CBS alone. But, I mean, they're saying it's not a total shock that the ratings were down simply because it was not a very competitive game. (laughs) It really wasn't that good of a game. I no, mean, no. It I mean wasn't. you wanna see I, I, I wish it was a better game. But yeah, people are saying how the ads, you know, they fell off, there was no sponsors like Budweiser was gone. But Bud Light was there, so that's okay, I guess.
4: Did they stop because it was just too expensive? No,
0: Budweiser wanted to donate their advertising budget to um like like I think like social justice causes or something like that. Yeah. Or some type of cause. But I guess Bud Light doing a commercial doesn't matter. It's not like they're the same company or anything. Uh, Coca Cola didn't advertise, neither did Pepsi. Uh, but Pepsi did sponsor the halftime show, so they still got it in
4: there. <laughs> and they all—they these all donated to causes instead of something paradise. like
0: that. And, um, Alex, maybe do, you remember, why, do you remember? Do you remember what happened? Um, or, or what causes they were donating to, or what the buzz was about it? I actually did not. Uh, Budweiser is shifting the money. (laughs) Thanks for that. I appreciate it. Uh, Budweiser is shifting the money that would have been spent in the commercial slot, um, which um, they're saying was about $5.6 million for a 30 second uh, spot during the Super Bowl. Uh, Instead, they're supporting critical COVID 19 vaccine awareness with donations and future ad campaigns. So, whatever the hell that means, that could mean anything. There's no definition for that. Yeah, I guess the uh, Bud Light advertising budget was still okay, though. So and the ones
3: that were there were not very good.
4: I thought no, the commercials.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Let's. I want to go through the ad meter. Uh, I I love doing this every year and and seeing exactly um, what was done. But before we do that, um, the streaker. Who who would have guessed there was a streaker? <laughs> Is this a conspiracy theory that that he was supposed to? He he put like a ton of money on one of the prop bets that said there's going to be a streaker on the field,
4: so he went and did it. That's what I read. I read that. I, I is, didn't that think it re- I, is that it the fake news or is that the real deal? It could have been fake. He like Apparently, like, he had his buddy there with him at the game, and the buddy, like, <laughs> distracted the guards so he could actually get past him and oh, do the man. streaking. I don't, something yeah. like that would have had to happen for him to get on the field because I feel like they have to, like, block it off. There, there must
0: I saw a tweet happened. about it, so it must be true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Did you guys hear, really quick, before we get into the ads, which I would like to go over, um, it it was kind of a wild streak. I mean, he didn't really get totally naked or anything. He was wearing some Speedo or something. He had, like, a
4: thong on, yeah.
0: Um, did you guys hear... And he got
4: knocked out at the end. Did you see that? Yeah,
0: he got nailed. Yeah, he like went limp at the end. <laughs> he got absolutely nailed. Did you guys hear Kevin Harlan, who... who Kevin Harlan does the radio broadcast for the Super Bowl. He does he does CBS radio broadcast. If you listen to 97.1 The Ticket, he's the one you're listening to. But he's known for being kind of like funny and, and doing funny things. Did you guys hear his play-by-play of the streaker?
4: No, no,
3: no.
0: no. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> let me Do you pull, have audio. Let me pull
4: it up. 20. 5 3 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a
1: brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard, the 20, down the middle, of the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1,
4: and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Wow. And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and hands saying, why, oh, why is this taking place in a Super Bowl? Is that, that, great. that was pretty good. Oh,
0: man, is that great. Oh, what a, what a, good, what a good play. So uh, whoever bet on that um, is happy. It, there was a story. Was that
3: courtesy of Westwood One.
0: <laughs> I don't know CBS CBS Sports Radio, which I guess would Thanks. be from the Westwood Run. Thank you, Alex.
3: Yeah, thank thank you for sending that over.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, so so that happened, but but the um, the advertisements. Did did you guys have a favorite? I mean, did you guys have any that you thought were just awful, or was there any that really stand, stood out at all? At least in your opinion, personal opinion. Well, I thought
3: the, so the Tracy Morgan uh, Quicken Mortgage or Rocket Mortgage commercial was rated the highest. Yeah. I, a lot of people said it was the best. I, I mean, I thought it was okay the first time. And then the second time it aired again with just different like scenarios going on. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm, I am so tired of this. I, I don't <laughs> need to see it again. Also, it was like the same thing as like every progressive or Geico commercial they air nowadays. Um, you know, Anna said, that it reminded her so much of the uh, just-okay-is-not-okay commercials. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like where the doctor comes in and he's like,
0: oh, I guess we just
3: got reinstated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at at least Rocket Mortgage was being funny. Yeah, true. They were one of the only funny ones. Because Zach and I were talking about this before the show, it seems every year, and, and this year was no exception, but every year, it's less and less funny ads, which that's what you watch the Super Bowl commercials for, the funny ads, the silly stuff. Now it's more like um, addressing social issues and virtue signaling and causes and trying to be, like, really serious about, it. like, it's it's. You know, I, I know they're good causes, it's, but it's not what I'm expecting during a Super Bowl. And it, I'm just
4: saying. It started. It started with the uh, the Chrysler commercial, the M M&M and M Chrysler commercial, way back when, and everyone was yeah. like, "Oh wow, that commercial was so great!" and blah, blah blah. And now, they're like like the you know the those kind of commercials that are more serious, yeah. kind of emotional, kind of commercials right. are sort of taking over, and it's just. It's just I, I didn't. There wasn't a single commercial that I really paid attention to. They were all just kind of blah to me. Nothing was interesting. Like they threw so much money at these commercials, and I wasn't paying attention at all. So
0: so those those two rocket mortgage were number one and number two uh, for the uh, ad meter from USA Today, which I mean they have the the biggest audience of people voting on these ads. Number three was Alexa's body that Amazon commercial where it was. Oh, that? that
3: one was funny. I actually really did like that one. I. I with remember. Michael B. Jordan playing Alexa? Yeah, it's like an Amazon Alexa.
0: It's, it's like a male version of Alexa, like this really hot guy or something that's like pretending to be Alexa and then um, like the husband got jealous or something. Wasn't that kind of the premise? Yeah, the
3: premise was that the, the woman works for Amazon and she's like trying to find the next new design for Alexa and these engineers are presenting her a design and she's like, oh my goodness, this is the most beautiful thing Alexa could ever be in. And then she like turns around and Michael B. Jordan's right there. And she's like, that's what Alexa needs to be. (laughs)
0: Um, The M&Ms come together. Number four, Um, Dan Levy was in that one. Who's like one of the, one of the biggest stars right now. I mean, doing SNL, everyone loves Schitt's Creek, which I'm starting to watch, by the way. I love the Schitt's Creek. Oh my God. Yeah. I just started it too. It's so So good. His
3: SNL I thought was really good.
0: Yeah. So I, he's
3: he's killing it lately. Um, he's doing a great job.
0: The Upstream, the upstream Toyota number six. Um, God, I don't remember that one. Some I don't remember that one, one either. Uh, the GM, the Norway one with Will Ferrell. I thought that was good. I really liked that I thought that, that one. was a stinker. I thought you that was really? terrible.
3: I'm sorry. I am oh. so sorry, but I did not enjoy that one at all. I, it just was, there was so much going on, and they had like 10 different celebrities for no reason, and... I, it, the whole premise of like Norway has more EVs than us, like so we need to go fight Norway, just made no sense to me.
0: Well, I guess i just too big of to I mean, I get that you. we want to have
3: more electric vehicles than Norway or anybody else for that matter. Like it's the way of the future, but I didn't understand this whole we need to take down Norway because they have more EVs than us.
4: It was like the uh, the Bud Light commercials. You guys remember those? The, they were there 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 was like two or three of them, and they had like so many. Like stars in it, and it looked like it. Like they, it was like the everybody from all the Bud Light commercials in the past came into this one to help pick up the beer. This that was, this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all like. It was came like to, one of the first commercials. Yeah, yeah. They had like so it. many stars. They must have put so much money into it, and you're just like. Post Malone. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, why did you guys do that? It wasn't that good. <laughs> um, Cheetos. The it wasn't me. Number
0: seven. I thought that was stupid with um Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. That was dumb. No. Um, Eight State Farm, the the Drake from State Farm one that everyone talks about. Um, number nine was Doritos Flat Matthew with Matthew McConaughey in the uh, vending machine. He was like a, a two-dimensional one. Which, by the way, I would like to try those 3D Doritos. Has anyone had those?
3: No, but I would like to as well. They, they, they sound really interesting. They, do they sound like a a, re, a way to get more air inside a bag. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like a scam some type of a scam um the bud light seltzer lemonade would uh that was number 10 where they were all falling down and everything uh the lemons are flying down i don't have to go through everyone but that was the top 10 um let's see i've
3: got another stinker for you
0: um
3: what, what, what was that the jeep commercial where they left out the up
0: oh yeah <laughs> the um the, the, the uh what was that the bruce springsteen one the in the middle one and they yeah they left out the up
1: and the up's pissed the up's <laughs>
0: twitter account tweeted at jeep <laughs> and you know what jeep's defense was they like their Oop. their defense
3: was the plaque that they got the outline of the united states from in kansas city does not have the up either
0: yeah what? well so how is that an excuse they were the one who selected to use it <laughs> this one doesn't have the UP. somebody else was wrong first that's exactly. that's our excuse that was number 12 which i thought i i, I agree i th- I don't think it was just because of the the UP was missing, which is a shame and, and, and a complete shot at Michigan uh, where Jeep is from, from <laughs> the state of Michigan, for God's sake. Um, I just thought it was a bad That's ad. Really, I thought it was stupid. It's
4: really embarrassing, actually. Really embarrassing.
0: Such a stinker. Um, by the way, the one before that was number 11, DoorDash, the, the neighborhood one, the Sesame Street one. Um, but, I mean, it just kind of goes on and on. Um, that Jason Alexander hoodie one was 14. Um, which I appreciated because they played the song, um, the the "Believe It or Not," I'm walking on air, and that was uh, George's answering machine in one of those episodes, uh, one of the Seinfeld episodes. Oh yeah, his answering machine was to that song.
3: <laughs> I um, did not catch on to that. Really? No.
0: Oh.
4: Well, you... George
3: looked weird, though. He looked really airbrushed in the commercial. Am I the only one that thought that?
4: No, I actually I brought that up with uh, my dad, actually. We were, I, I was like, did he get Botox or something? My dad said he, he just lost weight. I don't know. I was confused. It well, could have been a little of both, to be honest with you.
0: Wasn't he wearing a wig for a while, but not in this commercial? I I, I thought, like, for some reason, he, he's been wearing a wig for the past, like, few years. No, that
4: something. was John Travolta. Oh.
0: No, he John Travolta has... No, that wasn't John Travolta. That's not what I'm thinking of.
4: I, I don't I think it's crazy? Jason Alexander.
3: I haven't heard anything like that about Jason Alexander. I'm just saying that his face looked... Like, his complexion looked really weird. Like, it would just been totally airbrushed.
4: Yeah, no, I had the same thought, Alex. Same thought.
0: Um, you guys... Oh, that's not it. I'm sure you guys remember this, um, well.
4: Have you seen Seinfeld, Zach? Not all the way through, I don't think.
3: No. Has anybody seen it all the way through? Like I Just watch it whenever it's on TBS.
0: I've seen it all the way through
4: it or not george is not at home Please leave a message at the beat <laughs> i must be out before i pick up the phone where could i be <laughs> believe it or not i'm
0: not home <laughs> <George>. <laughs> so that was that that's, pretty funny.
3: that's really <laughs> out of character for george i feel what do you mean you think, think so? does not seem like george's character
1: I don't think so Pick up, I know you're screening for Allison (laughs) Hey So, coffee shop?
4: Nah, I can't, she knows I go there, it's not secure Hey, I got another call coming in I gotta let the machine get it, bye
1: (laughs) 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 It's
0: great
4: I must be out or I pick up the phone. Okay. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home
0: <laughs> Oh man. So that was there. Um let's see. Um I'll move on to some of the worst ones. I thought, um God. Th- I don't remember this one. Do you remember that um that Oatly one that everyone says that is just was horrible? Kinda funny, but
3: I just last. remember watching it and realizing that was the Oatly CEO and feeling really bad for him that he had to do that commercial.
0: He's like playing the piano in the middle of a field about about Oatly, which oh, I've never even heard of Oatly. Oat no, milk. I, yeah, I guess oat milk. It, it's the weirdest ad ever. He's just great for smoothies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He just play, He's playing a piano in the middle of the field with a song that he wrote. The CEO of Oatly wrote this song. Oh really? And and he's playing it at a commercial that cost five million dollars, and that was that was his budget.
2: It's like milk, made for humans. It's like milk, but made for humans. I don't remember wow. this. Wow! Wow! No cow!
1: No! 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 Wow!
4: Of catchy. No, no, no. Whoa. Whoa. That's it. Do, it, had, do, it had a rough start. It had a it, really rough start, but it, it got catchy at the end, at least.
0: Do you think it was bad on purpose so that people would talk about it?
4: Like he knows? No, I don't think so. Oh, Alex and Deck disagree here. I think I don't know. My opinion is the CEO is probably a little full of himself it was, <laughs> and was and was like, "Dude, guys, I wrote this song. I'll take care of this. Just put the green screen behind me." And he starts playing this song. What are you going to tell the CEO? No, your song sucks. It's my money. Damn it. I'm going to be in. And it? Fire the whole marketing department. Get him out of here.
3: <laughs>
0: Get him out of here. He's doing it. He's spending the money. And, uh, damn it. He's going to be the one to be in the commercial, for God's sake. Get him
1: out of here. <laughs> Get him out. <laughs> no, um, I,
3: I think it was bad on purpose. I think it was designed that way. I agree. And I think if they wanted to do a more, a more like creative or more. I don't know less I mean it's it's unique right I mean it's very I, maybe it is creative maybe I shouldn't say that but I guess wow. if they wanted to do a more produced commercial wow. they would have
0: no cow <laughs> wow no, Kyle. That's pretty good, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it. Not forever.
4: It's going to get stuck in your head. That's what he wanted. He won. He won. And he now won! all these viewers are going to have to hear it all over again. And
0: you know what? Everyone on the news is saying the worst commercial was Oatly. So look at all that free publicity he's getting now. <laughs> the day after. Um, oh, Robin. Holy, what is that? <laughs> yeah, let me look it up. Uh, Robin Hood was the uh, the second to worst. That which, one should have been the worst.
3: <laughs> yeah, we yeah, all, yeah, we are all. that invisters. one seems so tone deaf.
4: <laughs> so much. I mean, really, they should have really just got rid of the spot. Oh yeah. Um,
0: Mercari was then. That was um third to worst. Um, <laughs> Tony Romo. Skechers Max cushioning was the fourth to worst. I'll do the top ten worst. Yeah. Um, it was yeah not very good well the problem with the
3: Tony Romo commercial is I'm pretty sure I've seen that commercial at like four in the morning on Nick at night like I've seen that commercial
0: before (laughs) cubes does one Mark Cuban has a. it wasn't special at all I know just very boring um the fifth worst was um the um Klarna what is Klarna? I have no idea what Klarna is, but I remember this commercial. It was with um, the one who always played com- um, Kamala Harris on SNL, um, Maya Rudolph. and Rudolph. The four-quarter-sized Cowboys um, was the, um, let's see, the fifth-worst commercial, which, yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, the guaranteed rate, uh, the Believe You Will, that was, um, God, I have no idea what that was. Uh, that was six-worst. And then Disney 7th worst. Um, Inspiration 4, 8th uh, worst. The first all-civilian space mission. Um, Universal teaser old. Um, ninth worst is what they're saying. And then the 10th worst was the um, Mountain Dew Major Melon one. the but- I don't remember those. But there they are. I like those ones with Beavis and Butthead, the Paramount Plus streaming networks. I like the ones where it's like a story. Like there's one every quarter. Mm. You know those Paramount ones, Alex? The one I'm talking about, where they had all those like cameos and I kinda, celebrities. Um they had um they had um DeChambeau in it. Yeah, I saw I saw
3: one it wasn't during the Super Bowl though. It might have been just
0: on CBS
3: yesterday or something like okay. that. Okay. Where they're all sitting on the top of the mountain and kinda coming together, but I don't I do not remember the actual narrative ones.
0: They were um I don't know. I thought they were okay. But anyway, that's the uh, um, I must have been getting pizza. <laughs> yeah, how was your how was your guys food experience for uh I I had a funny food experience. Oh, did you? Funny. Yeah. What happened? Well, we You know, we had, um, Marta came over and, uh, you know, my parents, uh, my brother couldn't make it, which was too bad. And then, um, just a neighbor. And, uh, we got wings. We got wings. We made also tacos at our house. We had a little taco bar. Then we got wings from Detroit Wing Company, which was great. And I, obviously wings are the most popular Super Bowl food. I think that's pretty clear. Probably next to pizza, but I think wings takes the cake. Um... And we ordered from Detroit Wing Company, which I love. I'll give them the free plug. That's fine for all the people listening to this podcast anyway. Try <laughs> Detroit <laughs> their Wing Fire Company.
3: firecracker is delicious. I love Fire their butter sauce. cheese. Oh.
0: oh, oh man. They have so many good choices. But anyway, I knew they were gonna be busy, so I order at 3 30. You know, I'm thinking like I, I checked their website, it says it's gonna take like 90 minutes on the online ordering. So I'm like, okay, I just like to call anyway to get a better accurate time. They say two hours. Great. Two hours at three thirty, they pick them up at five thirty, that's fine. And it was, you know, like a big order, like an $80 order, bunch of wings. And, um, you know, I get there, the one on Mac that opened up, and, um, God, it's just slam-packed. I mean, there's people in there yelling at these employees. They're like, I ain't paying a damn dollar for my food if it's not here. And there are people like waiting like I've been waiting three hours for my fucking wings, and they're just like screaming and shouting. People are waiting outside. The employees are going nuts. Jesus. I mean, it was the, it was the most it was the biggest shit show. I mean, so hectic. I mean, the employees were frazzled, and then there were just some asshole customers. And um and and luckily I, I got my wings. I, I waited a very short time. I got my wings. I was waiting like you know in the store for like ten minutes, and then at one point somebody was like, "Everyone wait in your car. Everyone leave the store. Wait in your car." And oh man. It's just like such a hassle but wow. people were yelling like i ain't giving you a dime if I get, my, my wings aren't here and It was just so many belligerent people. And then I get my wings. And everyone's looking at me like I'm a dick because he's got his wings. Where's mine? (laughs) I'm walking out of the store with my wings because I ordered at 3.30. And then somebody outside who I I, I think is full of shit who's like, what time did you order your wings? I'm like, I ordered them at 3.30. He's like, that's when I ordered mine. And I just got here. And they said another two hours. (laughs) Like, okay. Sorry, buddy. We'll see ya. (laughs) That took off. But. But man, were they slammed! I, I mean, you could have you could have been entertained standing there for an hour just seeing all these <laughs> like awkward confrontations with everybody. People were just
4: pissed. Did you,
0: but they were good wings. They? they got the order perfect too.
4: You know I what we? I, this isn't related to the Super Bowl, but we had. Uh the uh the chipotle on mac just opened up yeah 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 oh my god it's been nuts i know and they have that chipotle lane or whatever it is (laughs) where you can order ahead and it's basically like carry out or like you know like a drive-through except you order you don't order in the lane you order online and you drive through and pick it up that's like
0: how chick-fil-a does it
4: yeah and i'm pretty sure people must have been just like trying to drive through and like without ordering beforehand and trying to like oh i want this and this and this and this because like the line was, like, all the way down, the, like, the street. And, like, yeah. we ordered, and it was supposed to be ready for us, and it ended up being late. We were waiting on that line for, like, I don't know, a half hour. Were you really? Yeah, and then they and then we got to the, the window, and they're like, oh, this is, like, 20 minutes after our food was supposed to be Was line. this on Super Bowl Sunday? No, this was uh, the Saturday. Okay. Or Friday, Friday or Saturday. Okay. And then they told us to go and drive around. Like, cause our food wasn't ready twenty minutes after, and I was like, I was like, freaked out, cause I was like, we just waited a half hour in line, and now you're gonna go and tell us to drive around.
0: Well, what if you get there and you wanna order? You don't know that you have to order ahead. It's, it looks like a drive-through. That's I mean, the
4: only thing that I can think of that slowed them down because it was nuts.
0: Zach, on really quick, on on Saturday I was out on Hall Road by Partridge Creek where they put that new um, Chick-fil-A. There's a new Chick-fil-A at Hall Road, and like like Van Dyke or, or right around there. Mm. And oh my God, it was about. Um, it must have been about six o'clock. I have never seen a bigger clusterfuck than that. <laughs> there were cops there. There were cop cars, sirens blaring. Oh my the, god. I mean it was like it was like inside of one of those parking lots where it's like there's like a Home Depot behind it and like I don't know, just like a Target. I mean one of those massive parking lots and boom, right like along Hall Road is the Chick-fil-A in the parking lot. I swear to God, there were cars. A mile down the road in line, in line <laughs> for Chick fil A. It, it was the I've never seen so many cars condensed in one location with cops there. There were barricade horses like piled, oh like, piled up, God. those wooden horses, and just a complete.
4: It was crazy. Who waits in line that long for Chick fil A? It's like a chicken massacre. Think of all it's the chickens ch- that had to die to feed those. <laughs> But is any food worth it that
0: much to no. wait in your car for? Absolutely not.
4: Come on!
0: I, I, oh my God! The first thing I saw when I saw that was like, I want to get out of here as quickly as possible. <laughs> it was backing up traffic on Hall Road. It was unbelievable. How, how was your how was your food experience, Alex, for uh, the Super Bowl?
3: It was pretty uneventful. Uh, <laughs> nothing like this. We just got uh, some takeout pizza from uh, the brewery across the road. I mean, it was it was real simple. I was down in Benton Harbor watching with Anna and her roommate uh and yeah we just got some pizza very uneventful silver beach but it was really good
0: it was really good pizza not silver beach
3: no 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 delivery
4: oh okay okay uh anything good zach uh our family made a, a roast actually a we roast did, they just what, made it christmas no they just made like sunday dinner so oh, okay pretty yeah. standard yeah they didn't we didn't make anything special for the super bowl
0: well, um, I'm. We've spent a lot of time in the Super Bowl, which is fun. It's, I mean, it's the post Super Bowl show, and it's not all sports. These are fun topics anyway. <laughs> but um, I feel but
4: like we've talked about the game at all, actually. I know, like- well,
0: that's fine. <laughs> um, the the last thing is before we we get a few other things that I do want to touch on today. Believe it or not, there are still things going on in the world other than the Super Bowl. Um, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the halftime show. It seems to be extremely polarizing. You love it or you hate it, but I'm just wondering where you guys stand with all this.
3: Yeah. So I was, I was really surprised because I watched it and I didn't look at social media at all during it. And I just, I enjoyed it. I thought it was like a very solid, like seven and a half or eight out of 10, like very good. Not like the best one I've ever seen. Definitely not the worst. I thought it was very interesting how they had like the socially distanced dancers, and
1: mm-hmm.
3: the, you know the weekend I thought did a pretty good show. You know he has so many hits that are so popular, and he played all his top hits, which was great. Um, I was a little surprised there was no um, no guest appearance, but I was yeah. actually okay with that. Uh, I was pretty happy that there weren't any guest ex- uh, guest appearances. But then in the third quarter, during one of the commercial breaks, I open up Twitter, and everyone is just pooping on the halftime show and i am shocked because i was like this is pretty good like i don't know how you can think it's bad like yeah. i thought it was like so like middle of the road like gonna please everybody and people hated it
4: i don't even know why either i like it like it was very visually entertaining i thought like there was a lot going on like even if you didn't really like his music like it, there was a like the dancing on the field or when he was running through that like glass yeah. hallway or whatever yeah. like you were like what is going on like at least it was like visually entertaining Sure. But like fucking thing sucks. Yeah, no, I know. I was shocked too that so many people didn't like it. I was just like I, I didn't understand the the reasoning, I guess. I don't know. I, I thought it was good. I,
0: I, I maybe I am in the middle. I wasn't blown away by it. It was interesting because it was all in the stands or or at least most of it because they couldn't put it on the field because of because of COVID, I guess. Um, so they were in the stands for it, like in the end zone, and I, I thought it was a good show. I I, I liked. I mean, I like the weekend's music. I I, I think yeah. he has. I mean, I love his songs. There, I mean, there's hardly a Weekend song that I don't like. I think he's a great singer. Um, he's a he's a good performer. I think he's a better singer. And um, I, I just I don't know. I thought it was solid. I I really didn't have a strong opinion one way or another on it. I thought it was very good. Um, there were a lot of memes from it though i know um, that was kind of funny
4: when yeah they, when
3: he's in the glass hallway yeah. like looking around all confused yeah
0: there's a lot of them <laughs> it, yeah it, it was pretty good they were, they were just everywhere i mean it, it could be used in so many contexts um i saw this one it was like a, i don't know what it was it may have been a tiktok or something that i saw on instagram where it was like the cameraman filming the weekend doing this and it's just like showing the cameraman like what
4: the you're doing like
0: <laughs> going back and forth, like get away from me, like going, like just going nuts. So that was pretty good, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I didn't have
4: a strong opinion of it. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I know. I I don't. I, I don't, I don't know why people sh- are shitting on it. I, I don't get that. They never give a reason either. They just say it was bad. They just want to have a hot take. I know. That's what I was thinking. I mean, it's like a, it is. It's like a Twitter. Like it's one of those like social media yeah. things where it kind of builds steam from out of nowhere for no really good reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well anyway um congratulations to me who won the uh, Super Bowl bets
3: on a tiebreaker on a technicality. It's not
0: a technicality we put the tiebreaker
4: in for a reason
0: no,
3: no, 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 no. And I Alex it.
4: I was actually pretty impressed you you got th- you went three and one for uh, for those bets this last week so that was that was pretty good you came back and you almost won you almost after yeah. loser,
2: loser. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was Too impressed bad. I ended up getting smoked. Oh yeah, you got but, murdered. Um, but Max wins by the tiebreaker. Thank you. So, Thank you. so t-
3: to recap, I I picked the under on points and that both hit. quarterbacks to go under their th- their passing yards. Uh, but I also picked KC to win, which was my problem. Although I thought we said earlier that I picked uh, Tampa Bay. Why does it say I picked KC?
4: I don't know. The sheet doesn't lie. You're the lie. one who picked it. The sheet doesn't lie. I thought I thought you picked Tampa, too. Maybe I miss, misspoke or misremembered or no, something. No, I'm pretty sure
3: I did because you guys both picked KC, so I would have went different. I, Alex, we should listen to the tapes because I
4: might be the winner here. That Alex, might be written we, down
0: wrong. we all picked KC. We all picked KC. We must have. I, I, I know we did because it, I, I I promise we did. I promise we all picked KC. We'll have to go back play and listen. Play it back! We'll play it back. Well, um, well, you know what? Maybe
3: it was the Mahomes under that I took. You want me to pull it no, up? It was, it, oh no, it was Mahomes under because I said Mahomes isn't going to have to throw it that much. And then guess what? He did.
0: There we go. So, it's correct. I can yeah, pull it it's, up.
3: Yeah, it's correct but Mahomes is the one that that under is the one I did not want to take but I had to.
0: <laughs> well. <Wow. sighs> Thank you to everybody. I, I I just want I just want to thank the fans and you know everyone who supported me all season long. You all want right. a dinner? You want a dinner?
3: Yeah, relax. We'll, we'll get you some McDonald's drive-through.
4: Get <laughs> Balls. Are you kidding
3: me? You got to order off the dollar menu though. No combo meals. Say,
4: no, we'll get you. Uh, can I supersize it? <laughs> we'll get you Freddy the not. Pizza Guys uh, pizza.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I I gotta try that pizza, Freddy the Pizza Man.
3: Yeah, Portnoy was just there. gave it an eight point seven. He said it was definitively the best pizza in Detroit.
0: I, I, I've heard about it. He's big on on social media. He's always in the ticket. He's he's calling to the shows. He, he texts in a lot. That that's what he does. And um, it's it's all his pizza like he's the only one who makes it he has a few other guys that like help him you know cut vegetables and and toss the dough and whatever i don't know but he's the one who does it so it's always his way and 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 people seem to love it uh he's got weird hours it's 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 like it's a 401c3 company i believe um non-profit yeah it's a non 401c3 right, 50, five, five 501. 501, excuse me 501c3 Five hundred one right? C three company, yeah, and that's that's his. It's it's autism awareness, and um, he not he's awareness. A, well, that's what it says on his website. It but but he, does. He, but his I, does. It's awareness. He does actual it's, charity work. Though. It's, it's well, not just awareness. I understand it's not just awareness, but it's it's a combination of 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 both. Where he he donates. What is it, Zach? He um, I have,
4: so they, He donates equipment that um that see like autism awareness on his website
0: equipping sensory rooms in the state of Michigan. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And they're, they're apparently like rooms that, um, kids with, with needs can go into when they're, when they're like having like a panic attack or they're freaking out a little bit and you can put them in these rooms and it's supposed to like help calm them down. Yeah. And so they can get back to school or wherever they're going. So, so great cause, great
0: work. Yeah. Great cause. And, um, Mm -hmm. and and Portnoy just loved the pizza and yeah, I I would love to try it. Oh my God. But, I mean, the best pizza in Detroit, hands down, with a bullet, he says, is that, is that, you think, I mean, it's not Detroit style,
2: it's it's New York style, it's hand-tossed. Well, I mean, he he
0: likes New York style, so he's going to be biased. Exactly, that's his style of pizza, which is fine, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, hey, I love a good New York style from time to time, a little hand-tossed action, that's fine by me, I mean, I am biased to Detroit style, nothing's going to beat it, I know nothing will beat Detroit style for me. In, in terms of my opinion of the best yeah. pizza, so that's fine. But in terms of hand tossed, which I almost
4: consider a different category, a different food, maybe it is. I don't know. I, I we. The problem is, he's open what eleven to two, and he's selling by the slice or something. Yeah, he, he's
0: in he's in Melvindale, Downriver, and uh, yeah, he's got kind of bizarre hours, and it's just and now it's it, it's swamped. Oh, I'm sure. I was watching um, uh, Channel Four today. And I think it was Kim to Julio doing the story, and and she was there, um, talking to him and just saying how just incredibly busy it's been. I mean, just nuts because because of because of Dave's review, he holds that much power. That's crazy. In those reviews, yeah, that's intense. That's, I know. that's awesome. It, it is it is really crazy. Um, Dave also did um, Detroit Style
4: Pizza Company. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Psycho Shorts. Yep. Yeah.
0: He he did Detroit Style Pizza Company. Um, Sean Randazzo who who founded that passed away from cancer a few months back and um, it's it's a horrible story actually. But he founded that company. He, he I mean he's a he's an acclaimed pizza maker, a, a, a national champion of, of pizza competitions. Um, passes away a few months ago, and um, it's it's really too bad. But they're keeping the business going. Dave was saying how he was talking to his wife, who's behind the counter there, Detroit Style Pizza Company. So they're still doing good work. And that, um,
3: that is a just a, a note on that. That's a really good pizza place. Yeah, I enjoyed is. that a lot, and I tried it for the first time because. At the beginning of COVID times, uh, Dave was doing um, frozen pizza reviews and you can have um, Detroit style pizza shipped to your house via some frozen pizza service. And it's like very close to the the same thing as what you can get from the store. And so I saw him do a review of that and he was blown away. I was like, well, next time I'm home, I need to go get takeout from this place and see what the real thing's like. And it is really good. It lives up to the
0: hype. It's it's outstanding. I agree, and and Dave gave it a good score. Um, so I'm sure they're getting a lot of business right now, which is fantastic. Um, but um,
4: you tried Sopinos? Yeah, I know. I tried it uh, Friday. How Friday, was it? Good. I you know what? To be honest with you, I'm I'm shocked I didn't go there earlier because it's like, I don't know, maybe four or five minutes from my apartment downtown. <laughs> but it was it was pretty good. You- yeah, market. I just I went with the, I didn't do the cheese though. I didn't do the plain cheese. I went. We we put pepperoni on it. Beck and I tried it. It was really good. Pig snop. It's one of those. Oh, what, what is that about?
3: By the way, why does Dave only ever get cheese? He says it's just because he likes it, but. Is that like the way to, that you're supposed to eat your pizza it's, just with cheese?
0: I think he just wants a baseline he, yeah. because he's doing so many comparisons. He just wants a very standard baseline like to, to be able to compare easily. Because pepperoni could vary the pizza quite a bit across different brands or businesses. The pepperoni was very good. Was it? Man, it's pinos, yeah. I mean, I, I always get pepperoni. Pepperoni yeah. jalapeno, for me at least. If they have jalapeno. I mean, I'm fine with regular pepperoni, but yeah. throw a little jalapeno no, on it. There.
4: It's it's the New York style, so it was the like fold, a you fold it. Yeah, yeah. It was too thin. You yeah. can't just like you flop it up like a you know like a dominoes or something right. like that. You know, it was good. It was very. It was I the the thing is I don't have a good basis to rate thing like rate them off because I don't usually have New York style pizza. You know, I either have the chains or I have you know Jets or Detroit style. So yeah. I mean those I can rate, but this did one you order
1: was... you something to eat?
4: <laughs> but this one was uh, unique to me, I guess. Well, I mean, I gotta
0: try it. I feel like I've been here so long, and everyone talks about it, but I've never gotten down there to try it. So. Yeah, you
3: know, I haven't had it yet either, Max. So we'll have to go together next time I'm in town.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would like that. Um, so we'll give it a shot.
3: <laughs> we'll try. Is it like one of those really floppy New York styles, though? Because I don't no, like they're... when it's real greasy and yeah, falling over, how, and you got it—the like, cheese it? is just sliding off the slice. Oh,
4: no. oh just a mess. See. You see, Andrew, look, my roommate was telling me before that I like I need to worry about the flop before I get and it, it's a it's a it's a big pizza. It's like eighteen inches around, right? Oh, so it's geez. it's it's pretty oh. the large is pretty but Heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Mouth open wide <laughs> yeah, full eighteen inches coming your way, but um the Jesus <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Are you doing okay? <laughs> DL me
4: Um, but the uh... excuse me. The... <laughs> I have to apologize. Yeah,
0: you've gotten, you've gotten, you've gotten.
4: No, I. There was no flaw. Excuse I got my shit language.
0: shit all over myself. <laughs> excuse my language.
4: Um, the uh, uh... we're gonna
2: take another hunk out of you.
4: <laughs> I can't stop. My-
1: He can't get his penis fired no <laughs>
2: Tell him <what> you
0: <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But no
4: flop issues. No flop issues. No flop, it real firm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's pretty good. I'm just making sure. <laughs> I was surprised.
1: <laughs> well, I know what you want from me. Mm-hmm,
0: well, there you go. I'm glad to hear it was ex- a good experience for you. <laughs> uh, so. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> Uh, speaking of which, uh,
3: the, the Bachelor! Wait, wait, wait. Are, are we moving on from pizza? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> please, okay, okay. please.
3: One, just just a quick plug. If All you want right. to learn more about Freddie's um, charity, you can learn more at freddythepizzaman.com. Freddie is spelled F-R-E-D-I. That's FreddyThePizzaman.com.
0: Uh He is also very prominent on social media, especially Twitter, from from my understanding. So, um, I'm sure he'd be a good follow. He's a big Detroit sports guy. He, he, I mean, he loves it. So he's 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 a uh, a staple in the community, especially the Downriver community. So uh, there we go. But yeah, that's a good plug for sure. Uh, the Bachelor, Zach. We are relying on you this week to give all these updates uh, since you told us that you would be watching.
4: Today. Yeah, there was a there was a great episode this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chris was upset. Uh, okay, but he was making sure that everyone was finding love. Um, they were handing out some roses. Uh Uh-huh. Very questionable. It was questionable if some people would get it or not. But, you know, some people did, some people didn't. It was (sighs) shocking who didn't, actually.
0: Oh yeah, that's my wow. The that had what I really like in it, story, complex. and Andy <laughs> firing drops at the same time. That was pretty good. They were both good. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Um, sorry, right. We're not
3: in the Complexly same place. We can't play off each other. It well.
0: is complex. <laughs> there
3: we go. Thank you for replaying it.
0: <laughs> um, of course he didn't watch, but I did. Uh, Alex did, and um, it was uh a bit of a, a whirlwind of an episode it was a very dramatic episode i mean chris has always said the most dramatic season ever so he's living up to that high for sure um uh mj is buh-bye blown out because uh Yesenia finally uh, had enough of it and uh they had that little two-on-one interaction at the beginning of the show and uh she is bye bye um but yeah Alex, you're right I, I mean you said it seemed like forced drama i, I totally agree yeah,
3: it seemed really forced. I mean, I I did miss, the because I was trying to get dinner finished and whatnot, of so course, I missed the course. very beginning of that, because it was right at the beginning of the episode, but it just, it really seemed like Jesenya was just, like, building up this argument against MJ, and MJ's like, I made one comment, like, what's going on here? Like, why am I getting thrown out for one little comment when everybody was making these statements about, cause she made this comment about the new girls coming in and how she didn't think it was right. And she called it like varsity versus JV or something like that. Mm -hmm. And maybe I missed it if there was more than just that. And obviously there's always behind the scenes stuff that you don't see. And maybe she really was nasty to all the other girls, but it just seemed like a continuation of the bullying theme from the last episode for no reason at all. And that MJ was just going to be a victim of it at least from my point of view and again maybe i missed something for really not much
0: no i, I it was it was very forced just like that whole um heather martin storyline when she busts in from colton season which is the most bizarre thing i mean you you, you said it, this is a girl who was never kissed before right or on colton season <laughs> wasn't that <laughs> yeah yeah what, what yeah I was, she's here I was at least
3: told from from anna that she was like pretty irrelevant during the season like she had that one moment never been kissed before and then didn't really do much else on the season you know one kiss and that was it i think i saw
0: (laughs) her. yes i remember her. you
2: want to kiss me
0: (laughs) i want to kiss you (laughs) so that's her in this season now coming in and and it's it's the funniest thing oh my god (laughs) you know what chris Um, didn't see it coming no he didn't but alex i now that I think about it, I, I have to pull this up because the best part of the entire episode was when she is pulling up to the gate and, and this like loser security guard is, is there saying like, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not supposed to let anybody in. Uh I don't know what's going on. And and, and, and he,
3: he makes a phone call and he goes, yes, there's a a Heather here. She says she wants to see a Mr. Harrison. Like <laughs> he has no idea who that is.
0: I know it was the most pathetic thing ever. Like, of course, that's just like the most fake thing. I mean, it was so, so fake. Um, I'm trying to remember where that was, but um, boy, I probably won't be able to find it. Um, that's okay. Mm, that's fine. It, it was just so, pathetic. Like, uh, Mr. Harrison, uh, is, is, are you familiar with that? Uh, and, and and Chris comes out like, You could literally ruin or like blow up the season or something. I mean, it could be um like a, another uh what's her name? A Claire Crawley situation, how she blew up the bachelorette. So so now they could uh Again, blow it up like this. Um, but she's there, and and the whole thing was that you know she wants to have a chance to meet Matt. She's like really good friends with Hannah Brown, and like Hannah Brown told me how hot he was. I just can't stop thinking about him. I need to meet him. I just want to see him
4: so bad. Can't stop bad. thinking about him. Uh,
1: and an incredible, incredible ass.
0: I can't live with myself if I don't see him. Where is he, Chris? And then and then um. <laughs> They let her in, uh, but not until she does her two COVID tests and quarantines for a while in the motel. Uh, so, but yeah, Chris did not see it coming. This is a, another shocking thing that surprised him. And then she gets there at the end, and oh my god, the biggest pariah in the entire Bachelor history. Like,
1: who is this? Who's walking in? It's too late.
0: And and oh my god, and and, and Matt seems a little uh, enamored with her. Ooh, mm. do you think she's? So a I was,
3: I was. I was having this conversation with Anna last weekend, I think. So, Matt James on his Instagram for every episode of The Bachelor has been making these charcuterie boards. I don't know if you've heard of this. I have not. But so he's made like four or five of these charcuterie boards so far. And they're just the most like childish charcuterie boards you'll ever see. Like, it's like fruit roll ups and Oreos and uncrustables and cake and. All these kinds of things oh my God. except he does have one like branded hummus that he has to have on every charcuterie board but it's just all kinds of like candy and stuff and so we we're trying to figure out like all right which of these girls is like letting him make these just like childish like terrible sugary charcuterie boards yeah and then heather walked in and i'm like that's that's the girl that would let him make these ridiculous <laughs> charcuterie boards
0: so you think she wins
3: i don't know i'm putting it out there i'm putting it into the universe Really quick, I, this is like 30 seconds. Hello. Um, my name is Senator Burks. i for Mr.
2: Harrison. Um, I'm
0: sorry, you're not
2: allowed in here.
1: We are
0: closed to public. <laughs> okay, is there any way I can get in there? Or? Let me call somebody, okay? Okay. Is there any way <laughs> I can get in there? Anything uh, I can do for you? I have a lady named <laughs> Heather at the front gate. She's looking to talk to Mr. Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> a Mr. Harrison. Oh my God. I mean, seriously. That's... I mean,
3: at first he's like, yeah, we're, we're closed to the public. We're doing The Bachelor. And then she's like, okay, well, I'd like to speak to the host of The Bachelor. And he's like, uh, Mr. Harrison? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Paging Mr. Harrison. Mr. Harrison. How <laughs> ridiculous. Um, uh, Serena C now hates Katie, but Katie's gone, uh, which I was surprised about. Uh, and by the way, that Serena C thing when she was attacking Katie, I thought that was bullshit. Like, there's no reason to attack Katie. I-, I just thought Serena C was really overreacting.
3: Yeah, I agree. I, Katie did quote unquote start the drama because she went and told Matt about the girls that were bullying. But yeah. I think it was, I don't know, much needed. And like she said, she didn't mention any names, and she was just like trying to get the house to be a much calmer atmosphere at yeah. the time. Like it was really, really bad. I thought like with the the girl being called a an escort, and and that was that was bad. And then she's <laughs> getting thrown under the bus for it afterwards. It really just seemed like Serena was trying to stir something up to maybe try and ride the same method that Jasenia did to get a, another girl thrown out of the house that maybe she was, Oh, I don't know. Just, uh, intimidated by, <laughs> thought that they were, they had more time with Matt than she did.
0: Mm-hmm. It was, Oh yeah. all too much of jealousy. And they were really shouting at each other and everyone heard it and like trying to calm them down. But, uh, I guess we'll see what happens next week. I don't know what else there was for this week. It was kind of boring other than the, uh, the, the Heather Martin thing trying to change it up. But it seems like, wow, if there's going to be some drama, whew, Next week. Next Zach. week, Zach. I'll be there. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. We'll just have a viewing party. <laughs> or we could do a live show during it. A, a live cutting out early podcast as we watch The Bachelor <laughs> happen live with just live commentary. That's like a special. That might edition. be our most
3: viewed episode
4: yet
0: (laughs) could you imagine like our most dramatic episode yet that's for sure most dramatic episode yet but but think about a live commentary just sitting here (laughs) Jeez, for somebody doesn't watch uh you know we could do it maybe maybe towards the end of the season that could be a a fun like it would be like a bonus episode
4: the the proposal episode or whatever the last one you think we can do that something like that we'd have to put spoilers on because maybe somebody jeez you know what I'm saying? Like what do you maybe mean? we're maybe, not broadcasting live. No, I know, but we'll put it on and maybe someone's going to, you know, record it and watch it later. Well, we're then, talking about last night's episode right now. This is this is different. That would be the the last episode. This is the last episode aired of- last night. No, no, I'm talking about like the la- of the season. The last oh. episode of the season. Well,
0: I don't know if I wanted to do the last episode of the season. I mean, there's, there's to be honest with you, there's not as much drama in that episode. It's a little more sappy with Neil Lane coming in. Hi, I'm Neil Lane. Uh, I advertise huge on the show. Here's my diamond for you, and it's just you know, I- <laughs> Neil Lane just pisses me off. It really annoys the crap out of me. There's something about him. He's just too sappy. Hi, I'm Neil Lane. This is this is. I I think this is a gorgeous diamond. It's so beautiful. I think she would love it. The show pays for it, obviously. Of course. That's the one. I'll take it. It looks beautiful. Beautiful. I I was uh
4: I was well, the some of the people I was working with were talking about wedding rings, mm-hmm. and I was absolutely blown away by what how much actually wedding rings cost. Cause I've never actually looked into it before. <laughs> and you're thinking about that? it no 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 i'm not <laughs> they were they were just talking about it and this guy was oh, talking about Zach. no let's not get carried away here Ooh. this 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 Ooh. guy this guy was saying that <laughs> you want to kiss me <laughs> this guy was saying that he spent sixty seven thousand dollars on her wedding ring how much okay, 60, well, that's not normal sixty seven thousand dollars sixty seven thousand
0: dollars yes does he have mental problems?
4: I don't know. I was blown away. <laughs> he apparently his wife is also a lawyer. Like I don't know if she's like a board member or whatever they are. Well, not wife yet, yeah, I guess. A fiance. Excuse me. And she's like paying off his med school loans. What does so he, he do? Bought, he's a resident. He's a he's a resident in med school. It, well, a resident at a hospital. At, not at, in med school. Okay,
0: okay, at, at a hospital. Yeah. Well, what does what does a resident hospital make a year? Average. Mm, if he had to it do depends. the
4: part, it depends. I'd say like it's not. That, what do you think like he six, would make? It, like probably like
0: 60,000 60, 60, 60, a year. Yeah, that's before taxes too.
4: Yeah. What?
3: What? So over a year salary, probably probably two years, almost two years salary after. taxes. I mean,
4: he'll and be and making not. more and money just... when he's atten- and attending. But yeah, I was blown no, away. That's not normal. I was absolutely blown away. That's not normal. She's yeah. probably gonna lose it. There was like two cars. No. There's two cars worth of money on that hand. <laughs> It's absurd. Oh my
3: god. There's like 4 if you buy a Kia.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I was
0: if I was getting a ring, would you really want to accept something that expensive? Would you feel comfortable wearing something Absolutely that expensive not. on your finger every day? No. What if you, I mean, I get nervous it. wearing my watch every day, and it's less than a grand. What if you lose it? Exactly. Well, I'm sure it's insured, <laughs> but, I mean, oh, my God. I, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable.
4: I was blown away. I don't away. know. Some,
3: I some people just live in a different stratosphere. I mean, you see these athletes, they wear, or celebrities, they wear million-dollar <laughs> pieces arresting. of jewelry.
2: <laughs>
4: I know. It's not, it, Yeah. Is she paying for it? Is she is she's an attorney or something? I mean, yeah, she's a, yeah, I don't she's a, what, it's not board member, what is chairman or something, I don't know. Something like that. She must be really high up making a lot of money. So she's paying for it essentially. Jesus.
3: And I, I'm sure, I'm sure that you know, I'm if the sure. ring was any cheaper, she'd still love him.
4: <laughs> I'm sure. I think she might have asked for it too. It sounded kind of like she oh, was. She, oh, if you she, have to she, ask she, for
3: something that expensive, that's bad. Well,
4: no. She, then she better have funded big, it. It was a big deal for her to have a big ring. Wing was the was the story. Oh, jeez. Okay. Sounds like a But game. I was blown
0: I away. I was. Are like, you close with this guy?
4: No. Okay. <laughs> so I can top.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's a big
4: deal for her to have a big ring. I guess. I don't know. I want a big ring. I want everyone to see it. I was like, it's, holy Well, it's cow.
3: a big deal for him to be able to afford his kids' college
4: tuition. <laughs> or lunch. Or they'll be going
0: <laughs> to McComb Yeah, lunch. <laughs> Nothing against Macomb, but they'll be going to Macomb. <laughs> All the tuition went to my ring. <laughs> Look at my ring, kids. i kids okay,
3: so okay. the reason you have to take out student loans. Just because your mommy wanted a big ring.
4: Can you imagine if like it fell into the couch or something ridiculous like that? Like I can't even believe that it fell what if down it the, fell drain. On the couch.
0: What if it fell into the lake or something? You're, the on the train, yeah. You're on the boat, yeah. On the boat, they can't afford. And <laughs> oh, you gotta get insurance for <laughs> something like
4: that. You just at, have to. I'm at like my you, hands are sweating wear,
0: just thinking about it. How could you wear that on your finger? That's not normal. I, it's not that. First of all, our, our, an engagement ring could be anywhere from like ten dollars to a million dollars. There's there's no set price. I mean, I'm sure there's an average price, but I... It's nowhere near that. No, absolutely not. Especially, well, especially somebody making 60 grand a year. <laughs> the Jeez, ring can, is can ima- more than can a can salad. Can you imagine it's
3: wearing it? unbelievable. Can you, can you imagine wearing it and just like accidentally bumping your hand into things?
0: Like, wouldn't you <laughs> just freak out? Like, oh, what is it, like 10 carats? It's probably like, it's it's protruding like an inch above her finger. And all of a sudden she, I mean, how do you even reach in your pocket at that point?
4: I don't know. I, you you must not wear it every day. There's no way you can wear it every day. I think he needs to go see a financial advisor. I think that's the <laughs> crux of the issue. She'd
3: have to like, she'd have to like switch hands so one arm doesn't get stronger than the other. <laughs>
0: oh,
4: it's a God. lot of weight.
0: That's crazy. Um, Alex, I I'm kind of curious, and we don't have to spend much time on this, but I mean, everyone's talking about this Reddit thing with the, with the stock market and everything. I mean, obviously that's been a huge story. It's it's kind of fading. I think what is it, GME GameStop is like. It's not to the moon anymore. It's uh $50.31 closing today. It went down almost $10. Um, But this this new, well, kind of new. I, I don't know. what What is this? You know more about this than I do, this NBA Top Shop thing.
3: I don't know that much about it. I was really just learning about it for the first time last night from our mutual friend who's kind of discovered this new collectible, I guess is what I would call it, it's an NBA top shop. They're like virtual trading cards. Um, they're licensed by the NBA and the NBA Players Association. And I guess this company is starting to release these packs. They're like trading card packs. And they're very, some are limited edition. Some are less rare than others. And you can spend any amount of money on them. But basically, they're like these trading cards on a virtual marketplace where they have a value, current value, anywhere from Two to, I I think there are some that are hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not a million dollars, but there's a a thought that this is going to explode and be like the next big trading card collectible for kids and collectors, and that if you can get in on it now, you might be able, you might have a better chance of getting some rare cards or some, you know, first edition cards that are going to be more valuable down the road when this Mm -hmm. thing actually blows up. But they're basically just these Little gifs like a five second or a 10 second gif, a highlight from a certain player at a certain game. Um, and you you collect it and trade it, sell it, keep it, view it as many times as you want. You can even share the moment with uh, your friends, you know, send it to them uh, free. But you are the only one who owns like a a serial code, uh, a serial number that's attached
0: to that card it's like on a blockchain right like how they how they do cryptocurrency yeah
3: yeah it's it's kind of similar to some of these uh cryptocurrencies where it's it's on a Mm -hmm. yeah blockchain and then I saw something also that they're going to be doing a similar thing with tweets where you can put your tweet on the blockchain and then sell it or collect it and I think that's not going to be valuable for people like you or I you know now until we make it big but um celebrities their tweets could be worth you know millions of dollars who knows given the moment or whatever the content of the tweet is it's just so it's just a concept. really it's a really interesting marketplace that's kind of evolving with you know cryptocurrencies and you know massive popularity of that and i think that it's really interesting especially because it comes from the nba who has always been on the leading edge or at least lately in the last 10, 15 years or so has really been on the leading edge of growing their popularity, especially with the younger market. And really anything that the NBA is doing right now to grow popularity and grow their revenue base, I think is worth paying attention to.
4: How much do you think it'd cost for like a Jordan flu game card?
3: Oh, a lot. You think those are a like lot. the most expensive ones? But,
4: yeah. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a five uh, second I don't clip. Know if they're doing, yeah. It's like a waste.
0: it's weird.
3: Yeah, I, I would I would urge people to go check it out and just try to learn some more about it. I'm going to as well. I still haven't really been able to do a deep dive on it, but you know, Matt was telling us about it last night, and yeah. it's got me interested. Um, I mean, you can buy a pack of cards when they're available because you know they're they're doing them in these like timed releases, almost like a like a limited edition shoe release or something like that. And, and uh, but you can buy a pack for as little as nine dollars, um, or they have packs that are up. To a thousand dollars, I think, where you have a chance of getting more more rare cards with higher that will end up having higher value most likely, because they're more exclusive
4: cards, I guess. Jordan flu game.
3: <laughs> and then, I think right now they're only doing current uh, current players.
4: Oh, yeah, that's too bad. I don't. It's it's a new new
0: invest. I guess and a new method. As long as people buy into it. If nobody buys into it, then it's not going to be worth anything. But I mean, people I have to I buy see it the kind idea. of as
3: a gamble, to be honest. Yeah.
0: I mean it could Where, die out like in a year like nobody cares about this anymore like you're you're monetizing like 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 you know gifs that are gifs or whatever um <laughs> it's either or um and you know it's just like you have to buy into the idea that these are going to be worth something it's all about um you know like consumer confidence i guess that's how money is too but you right know, i don't know it's an interesting concept I'd have to it look sounds into like it.
4: a good way to replace trading cards i guess yeah. i don't Maybe. it You're paying for the serial code. You're not paying for yeah. the clip. So it's just interesting, I guess. Well,
3: I will say, I was looking at them last night, watching a couple of them, and they are really cool. These these highlights, they're mm. from all different angles, and they, they have the stats of the player from that game and in the season in which the highlight happened. And I could see kids getting into it and you know, flipping through their favorites on their phone and showing them to their friends and trading them with their friends. Like, oh, I have a LeBron dunk from... You know, 2020. I'll trade you for a, you know, Lamelo assist from 2021 as rookie year or something like that. I could see that happening.
0: Sure. Well, it's it's something to follow. Um, but but speaking of investing, um, GM, uh, as full disclosure, an employee announces 35 new EVs by 2035. Alex, you put this in there. Um, yeah, I I just I put
3: that in more just for us to discuss more than a a show discussion. I'm not sure it's anything. I just I heard the announcement during the Super Bowl and I thought it was going to be a bigger deal um, that GM was announcing 35 new electric vehicles by 2035 because my one problem with the electric vehicle market is just the lack of variety. I mean you've had Tesla's which some people have issues with buying a Tesla because it's like a relatively new car manufacturer and they had some quality issues very early on that I'm still not convinced have been. Uh, fixed. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I, well, there's been a lot. Of stuff and then you years. had like yeah. the
3: Chevy Volt, and now you have the the Ford Mustang Mach E. But a lot of the electric vehicles are either too expensive for the general public, or you know they're just not interesting enough. Um, sure. So I think this is huge because that means that there's going to have to be some affordable models in GM's lineup and there's going to have to be some more interesting ones some you know off-roading SUVs some sporty sedans you know things that people actually want to buy.
0: Yeah, I mean I, uh, like not specifically with GM but just in general with electric vehicles I've always thought that there could be better design. I don't know why they can't design an electric vehicle to look more like a a, a cool car, like a cool sedan, you know that you know with a gas engine. Like, it, it, there's always like such a disparity between that like you can look at. It, it's like, oh, you know that it's an electric car. Just look at how it looks. Like, you know, it they they look they look different. I, yeah, I just it looks don't like know why they
3: beat up in high school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so why can't they adopt the styling to something a little more like you know standard or what we're used to or something like really cool? Uh, so you know, I don't. Maybe maybe that'll happen now in the next next few years or so. But yeah, thirty five by twenty thirty five um i i really quick before we uh <laughs> we, we could finish with Brittany uh but uh I, there was some news there but really quick i want to play this snl clip i thought this was hilarious i i you like the episode this week right with dan levy
3: yeah i thought it was really funny i really enjoyed it
0: um this well what, what was your favorite skit if you if you had had one you probably like the zillow one <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think that's everybody's favorite skit from this, and I I felt personally offended because I am always (laughs) on Zillow so much.
0: It's great. Um, You can't. It's so addicting.
3: It is addicting, and it's it's a problem. But I I, (laughs) I'm working on it. I'm trying to be better.
0: (laughs) Um, Buy into it. Just 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 lean right into it. It's 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 uh it's okay. It's okay. We all do it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't do it actually. No, I don't have. Well, I mean, I don't have a job, so it doesn't matter. Just, just, I don't have any. Why would I look at it? I can't buy anything for years. It's <laughs> fun to
0: look. I look at million dollar boats for sale. I'll probably never <laughs> be able to buy one.
4: <laughs> Say that again, Alex. <laughs> this is um. This is Sorry. what I. I
1: thought this was so funny. A group During has the weekend update, controversy online prompting many to proclaim that cancel culture has gone too far. Here to discuss are the group's founders, Lowell Fitzroy and Janet Noonan. <laughs> Thank you. Hi. Uh, Welcome, guys. Now, tell us, what exactly do you guys do? Well, uh, we noticed that everyone was getting canceled, and we loved that. It's great. But <laughs> there was one group who were seemingly immune children.
2: So we expose problematic kids and cancel them.
1: <clears throat> I'm sorry. Cancel kids? That's right. Uh, we call them out on Twitter. Here's an example. This pig's name is Chase Powell. <laughs> he said to a female classmate, you don't have a wiener, you have a vagina. <laughs> Except him now at Pine Tree Ellum, where you support classroom harassment and stand with predators like this bile stewing piece of sourdough bread. Hashtag Chase Powell is over party. <laughs> <laughs> a really yes. cute five-year-old.
2: That sounds exactly
3: like uh, John Mulaney.
2: How old is that kid? That pig, he's five, <laughs> and let me tell you, he's gonna have a hard time finding a job now. And so with this little rat we canceled. We need to talk about Oliver Carson. <laughs> the pig is a homophobe. He asked a friend in his playgroup why she had two daddies and no mommy. Normalized bigotry much? Hashtag <laughs> flush this turd. movie, hand wave, bye. Yeah. Oh my yes. God. Yes. yes.
1: That kid looks three years old.
2: Oh, so you're just sending him. That. Interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> These kids need to be held accountable, Colin. Like this little demon whose life we absolutely destroyed. <laughs> Trick or treat, smell my feet. This pig's name is Lily Davis. <laughs> She's white as printer paper and went as a culturally appropriating <laughs> goon for Halloween. Her phone number is <laughs> oh, 714-555. do your worst, internet. Hashtag doxed. Hashtag buh-bye. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but doxing elementary school kids cannot be healing society. Oh, my God. That's
2: the funniest thing I've ever heard either of you say. Sorry. (laughs) I just don't find the weekend update portion of your show amusing. Never have. Sorry if that hurts. Yeah, we're
1: okay. Thanks, <laughs> thanks so much for coming by. Wait, we have one more piece of garbage to expose. Congrats! <laughs> <piece of> <laughs> racist! emoji! <laughs> this piglet cried when she was delivered by an
2: African American doctor. <laughs> nah, nope. The C in her C section stands for cancel. Right, baby. The kid
1: cancel people, everyone. Two months old. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: That sounds oh. exactly like a, uh, a John Mulaney written bit. It does. <laughs> oh, fun. man.
0: I miss when he was on the show writing those bits. Uh, oh, my God. They, they were the best. They really were. But <laughs> let me ask some of that. Dan Levy is so good, too. I mean, I I, I think I, I, like I said, I just started watching Shit's Creek. I think it's phenomenal. I I recommend it to anybody. Have Have you seen it, Zach?
4: No, no, I'm I'm gonna look into it. You though. gotta check it out. Yeah. It's
0: so funny. But I I thought it was a good episode. And his dad was there, Eugene. Um, who uh, he he's just as funny. It's such a good duo. But
3: yeah, I it's a great it. show. I'm I'm still in season one, I think. But yeah. oh my goodness, so funny. I'm so glad I finally started it, I which know. I know is like the. You know, I'm, I'm a little late to the party, but I'm <laughs> glad to have been starting it now.
0: Um, I guess we can close with this Britney stuff. I know Zach, you put this in here. You're kind of the the, the Britney expert of the show here, <laughs> of the Cutting Out Early podcast. But but there was a documentary that came out over over the weekend. Did you watch any of it?
4: No, I didn't get to watch it. I I, I, I found out about it um, this morning. Yeah. And I was I, I should have seen it. It aired on Fox on uh, last Friday. It's yeah. called the the New York Times presents uh, Framing Britney Spears and apparently it's a documentary that's just about it's not about her now it's about how this this Battle and the uh, conservatorship kind of started. Yeah, uh, her early career, kind of some of the harassment things that she dealt with, and it—it's actually like it, it seems pretty crazy, and it's kind of sparked a movement. A lot of people, you know, free Britney, uh, <laughs> free Britney. hashtags everywhere. That's been going on for months now. Though. Yeah, I know, but this 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 documentary, it like really brings into light kind of the things she she brought into or it's- had to deal with, especially when she was like a teenager. You know, she was—I mean, she was kind of sexualized as a teenager when she was that young and that's just how it was it's you a know P- it's,
0: a, well, it's a pr stunt for her you think so i do that's what i've heard i have not seen it i would like to watch it but from from what i've ascertained and researched and and, and read um that's
4: that's kind of what i'm seeing i know it's kind of a cynical way to look at it but the new york the new york times huh they're the, going to do a pr stunt for her. i sure i think i think it's just kind of interesting to see the way that she was treated when she was younger, and how different it is. It, I mean, that was back in like early two thousands. I know. Should and, like, she be 15... freed?
0: Should she be freed from this conservatorship? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna hurt me. She's gonna blow her money in a week.
4: I don't think. What she... makes you
0: say that though? Because like... she's an idiot. She's <laughs> a, she's an absolute moron. There's no question. She's an absolute idiot. And there's been so much history of her just being god awful with money. She can't handle it. What's I.
4: It's her money. Uh, okay. That's my take on it. Right. Like, if she wants to blow it, that's fine. She just won't have any more money. <laughs> she doesn't take care of her kids anymore, right? Well, she, what? She put, uh, give them like a half a,
0: a bit of Xanax so she can go party. <laughs> like, oh my God. Okay. The Xanny. The, the zanny nanny. That's what it was. <laughs> Drives with them <laughs> in the are driver's you, you, seat. I mean, she's a bad mother. Gives them Mountain Dew at
4: like one year old to, you know, keep them awake or I don't know what it is did but you,
0: she's a she's a mess dude are you, are
4: you quoting the family guy skit when she no. like puts the cigarette butt out
0: no but that's a pretty accurate representation of what goes on yeah. I mean that's a little dramatic but <laughs> she's 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 an idiot she's just an she's just an idiot that's the perfect word to say I
4: mean it's fine but she's an idiot who has I money I saw, I
3: saw like the first half of the documentary you did you watched oh. the first half I, mean, I don't really huh
4: you watched the first half of it I didn't know that
3: yeah more or less wow I, uh, and I, so I don't really have much of an opinion on the conservatorship and how she is now, but I know at least back then when she was young, it was just shocking to see how poorly she was treated and the way she was manipulated and just taken advantage of generally as just a young, like sexualized performer. It was, I, I mean, it was really kind of awful to watch.
4: Yeah.
0: The, well, maybe enough people will feel sorry for her and they can free her from this, uh, uh awful conservatorship. <laughs> That Jamie has over her. It, Jamie Spears. Her dad. It's just
4: crazy.
3: She sent a uh, coded message out about it.
0: Hasn't she done a few of those? A few of those Instagram posts with like some type of like... Like she was wearing that red shirt that one time, I yeah. think.
4: Or no, it was a yellow um, shirt. You know, or yeah, whatever. Well, this, yeah.
3: This one she posted, it, she comes on camera and she says, well, this weekend, the moment we've all been waiting for finally happened. And I think she's referencing her uh, the documentary. Yeah. But then she goes, the
0: Super Bowl. Oh, jeez.
4: <laughs> of course. Of course. <sighs> so that's her. You have to watch it at times two speed or something. It'd, yeah. yeah it'd w- it's at w- least interesting to, to I'll watch. I'll check
0: it. I'm sure I will. Um, but is it on, what, Netflix, Alex? No, Hulu and Hulu? Uh, I think that's I it. I saw it on TV. You saw it on TV? Okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I I guess if she wants to blow all of her money then that's her right to do as an American, American <laughs> you might way. have to do
3: more with personal choices than anything but
0: mm, maybe so
3: get you know get like her people around her or just different people than the people who are constantly around her I mean when you have a bodyguard who doesn't answer to you then it's almost like you're in timeout or prison or you know being controlled I mean they're not so much protecting you as much as they are keeping an eye on you
0: well I wish her the best of luck well, I guess we'll see what free happens. Free Britney. <laughs> You're on that train. Hashtag Free Britney. Alright, you guys want to get out of here? Or are we sure. all set? We will uh close out episode uh number twenty eight, which is pretty crazy. Moving right along here. We're uh we're we're getting into the uh I don't know. If we do it like once a week, it's, it's over half a year now at least of doing the I show. I know we're getting there. I it, it, was thinking about. about and that.
3: we missed a couple, so we're we're well past six months
0: yeah we're, we're making our way right along um but we really honestly i mean we appreciate everyone listening and we really really want you guys to tell your friends tell everybody about the show it's a it's a fun listen i think you guys will enjoy it. at <laughs> least I, I, I may be a little biased i'm not sure <laughs> um but alex how well, can they- find
3: us on social media we're on uh, twitter at cutting out early we're on instagram at cutting out early dot podcast you can email us your thoughts your opinions uh questions i don't know maybe you just want to say zach sounds stupid i mean you could say It'd be <laughs> mean, all welcome we say it.
0: <laughs> enough ragging on um, me
3: that's cutting out at gmail.com uh you know come interact with us send us a message uh we'll try and be a little bit more active on the feed but you know we always welcome you guys reaching out as well
0: yeah please do it's it's much welcome much appreciated and uh now that sports are over well football which pretty much is sports we got hockey and basketball. Great. The wings are great, right? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Have a good week, everybody. See you next week. See
2: ya. See ya. Yep. See ya.